There we go. You forgot. It's not great, but I don't have. Yeah, it's a it's a two parter. Um, it's not great, but I don't have any other bits for today. So all right, and we're in, and we're in. You should just cut in the that like classic slasher sound that I can't replicate it. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. There you go. Kind of sounds like the Degus. Yeah. I'll just we could record them. That's probably what I I speak Degu. Robbie's fluent. Hitchcock had Degus. That's where he got the sound from for uh, Psycho. Oh, really? No. 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 <laughs> so he's bullshit. I think, I think they're I would, I would have known that. That should be our bit. We just make up a fake movie detail about every movie and just, you know. Believe it or not, <laughs> we have been doing that. You have to go back and listen to all the podcasts again to find the fake detail. There's Easter only eggs. one in each episode. Make sure you listen on every platform. Awesome. But it's more like an escape room. You have to figure out what it is. So you might have to like listen through a couple of times, like transcript it. All Go back mm-hmm. and be like, whoa, why did 30 people listen to the Dead Poet Society episode <laughs> this week? Um, as you guys know, I don't know how to start the podcast yet. So it'll either be uh, really just awesome, awesome bits replacing um, notable lines in this movie with uh, late to the movies. Or something along the lines of, welcome to Late to the Movies. My name is Ben Holt, and this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Each week, we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have by now. This week, continuing our summer camp month, is Friday the 13th. Saturday. I know, we're recording on a Saturday. We're so close. It's the 30th, I think. Yeah, we're (laughs) Saturday the 13th. 30th so not quite the same but uh that wouldn't have we're late the tongue as much. <laughs> to the movies we are late to the movies and the calendar <laughs> my guest this week left to right across your podcast out we got Corey. hey robbie yo and noah hey hey um yeah so this and is ben oh uh, yeah i'm here too <laughs> um uh before we get too much into the movie i always like to talk about what you guys have been watching, but in this particular instance, now we're doing a horror movie today. We all saw a very notable horror movie. I think we all did Get Out, right? We were all on the Get Out episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah we out. all remember, we right? Yeah, I, I totally remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like four weeks ago or whatever. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a long time ago. I feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's all it was. We all went to see Nope, Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope. And um, so by the time this comes out, it'll be like two and a half weeks since it came out. So we can start not that spoilery, but we don't have to be too worried about it, I don't think. Anyway, what'd you guys think of Nope? Spoiler alert, aliens. Mm. Nope is alien. Dope. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> well, we don't know. Ah. Another dimensional creature. Yeah. I mean, it's just what's in the ocean. We don't know. Well, that's fair. Yeah, it, yeah it's a wrong movie, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I loved it. I mean, there it's a lot to think about. I also f- felt like I was on the verge of a panic attack at at times, and it was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. The sound was really good. Mm. Uh, I described it as it was terrifying. It was amazing. <laughs> Amazingly so, terrifying. Yeah. And funny. Yep. And yeah. funny. Somehow funny still. Definitely go see it in IMAX, though, to get the full experience. Yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, I think I I, I kind of want to go see it again if IMAX tickets weren't like 20 bucks each. Or yeah, it's there, expensive. But. Uh, it feels like worth it if it's something I, I feel like I want to rewatch it. And I feel like while it's still in IMAX mm. for, you know, maybe another week and then never again, it feels worth it to go see it again. I don't know. Well, that's fair. Yeah, it's worth checking out for sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I freaking loved it. Um, I was kind of blown away. I 
I really like all three of Jordan Peele's movies so far, but this one feels like a very clear level up in in terms of he's the scale. Um, not to get too nerdy too early, but it's shot. The DP on this movie is Hoyta von Hoytema, um, who you probably don't know, but he's Chris Nolan's guy. He does he did Dunkirk and Interstellar. Um, Ooh, so so he's like the go to. We're filming this in IMAX and we want it to look massive. Mm. He's the go to guy in Hollywood for that. And uh, it definitely does. And he like produces his own movies and stuff, right? Like that's his own production company. Yeah, Monkey Paw. Yeah. 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 That's Jordan Peele's production company. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He's making his own um, kind of like a cottage industry and it's kind of big studio bucks to do it. I was right. like with the numbers he put up for the box office, it's kind of crazy to see like an independent person competing with like Top Gun numbers. I don't know if he came yeah. back high, but they seem pretty impressive from the headlines I saw. Yeah, no, it's it's not that high, but nothing, nothing else is probably going to be this soon. And it is, it is a universal movie, but oh. it is still like, you know, with his production company. Oh, I um, but yeah, it's him being like, I don't actually want to be just the guy who makes funny elevated horror, like the the cooler Ari Aster. He actually just wants to be this generation Spielberg, apparently, hmm. um, which I appreciate the ambition. It's definitely his most ambitious movie yet. He's going for a lot of stuff, and I think he mostly succeeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not too spoilery. Did you not think it was like a biblically accurate angel? I thought that's what he was like going for. Yeah, no, that was okay. a really good. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely looks like that. It Covered could be. in eyes, all about viewing and observing. Yeah, you know, Bold. I don't think it's at least a reference. That I don't know if it is. Yeah, no, I mean, in the the Bible, thing that like protrudes out looks like a camera lens. It, it's it's funny because like in the Bible, every time an angel shows up, the first thing they always say is "Do not be afraid." And like when you actually break down what they look like, you understand why. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> but it starts with it starts with a Bible quote about like a raining servant of God raining filth to make someone a spectacle, Nineveh. or well, or Nineveh, right? Yeah, <laughs> Ninevites. Uh, and it oh yeah, down the, forget the about blood. that. There's a character named Angel. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's not the most compelling part of it, but it was just like <laughs> I felt like I was taking crazy pills because it was like, why isn't anyone else talking about this? And then I go, and it's actually just in the Wikipedia plot description for it. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I guess this isn't a unique thought. A there's no, there's no original thoughts. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the short of it for me is it just it's big and it's original, and he's going for massive scale, and I appreciate that. Hmm. He succeeded. I think so too. Um, one one thing that I'm surprised not more people noticed the camera, the mechanical camera said IMAX on it. Very cool. And I kept saying to everybody like, "Oh, did you see it?" And they're like, "Oh no, I didn't notice that." I was like, "Damn it!" Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I was know. super pumped <laughs> as soon as I saw it. I yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that guy's great too. The all the, I mean, all the characters in this are great. They mm. crush it. Mm. So cool, Kaluuya. I love his his range is incredible he did this he did get out judas and the black messiah that's like he's got ridiculous range yeah i love that a lot of his acting is nonverbal. he's a very good um, nonverbal actor hmm. yep. yeah he's a good eye guy when yep. he was in the truck that was like oh man he went through a full range of yep. emotions without nope. barely yeah. moving yeah. or saying anything that's, yeah except for nope that's when he like looks up and then he just closes the yep. door yeah i just love the like the shake in his head and just Nope, like that was just such like a relatable like. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. We're all sitting there doing the same goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, cool movie about, you know, spectacle and what we, in, how we incentivize ourselves to sell our trauma and relive our worst days and all that shit. Mm. Uh, detail I really like that I haven't seen talked about was the uh, childhood star that got her like face mauled. She had a picture of what she looked like as a kid <laughs> on her t-shirt that she was wearing to like the event. So when everybody, when he was like, oh, my first childhood crush and she waves, everybody can see what she lo- used to look like. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was such a good like. I don't know. You got mauled by a chimpanzee years ago and still to this day in your life, you need to be like, no, look, I was famous. I was beautiful at one point. And like, that's just Mm -hmm. what you wear now. Like, that's crazy. It's like someone that is still living in high school. Like they were like really good at football and they're still just like that person. Yeah. Because they're trying to relive the times. And then they get mauled by a monkey. (laughs) And then they got mauled (laughs) by a monkey. No jaw. Crazy. (laughs) Like half of our high school class just mauled by chimpanzees. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We and went that's to like, everyone in this movie is like that kind of tragic figure, especially Stephen Yen, who mm. is having to constantly relive the worst day of his life because it's the only way he can hang on to just a, such a tiny scrap of fame right. that it is just like you could just go be a realtor and no one would ever like, you know, you could just go do that. Yeah, mm. I like that. And the part that like I was thinking about um when uh, Daniel Kalu's character is asking about working out a deal to get the horses back. And uh, it was just like, yeah. And like yeah, and when, when I was watching that, I was like, oh, yeah, like because he's ever going to be able to put the money together. Like, that's what he was like, thinking. Because nope, they're all dead. And then, like, it didn't, it didn't hit me till after the movie. Like when I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's why he was like, no, there's no way in hell we can get these horses back. Yeah. They got to Um But yeah, he thinks he, he thinks he's special. Everyone thinks they're special, right? He thinks he has a special connection. But it's just with the sky lasso. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just Kaluuya, who's a horse guy who relates more to animals than people. Yep. Who's like, just don't don't fuck with it. It's territorial. It's like, all right, well, let's be like, cool. Just let out some horses. Nope, nope. They're horse people. That's not going to fly. I, I, that was a really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Would have worked, too. It would have worked. But yeah. horse people would absolutely not like the, the that was flawless logic. Yeah. Well, it's like if you have a couple of dogs and they're like, just let the dogs loose. And you're right. like, uh, no, no absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You go run out there as well. It's like, oh yeah, it comes down when horses are loose and eats them. Okay. So do that. If you're trying to get a shot of it, <laughs> bring your own damn horses. Not one of my horses. You wear a horse suit and run out there. <laughs> yeah. That would have been pretty funny. That yeah, would have really him and angel in a um, yeah, so, so something we talked about a lot last month, which I think is apt because there's a couple shots that are directly calling out Spielberg things. The, uh, you know, the chimpanzee reaching out for the fist pump is like the ET hand. Oh, it's shot almost exactly the same way. Covered in blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously close encounters of the third kind, a big, a big touchstone for that movie too. But, um, it was like the little things, right. That Spielberg did so good. I feel like Jordan Peele's on that same level too. In the trailer for the movie, one there's like a really fine point put on Kiki Palmer giving the kind of like safety talk where she forgets one of the greats. And um, that's like a big part of the trailer. But then in the movie, that happens. And you're like, okay, that was from the trailer. And then later in the movie, they show their dad, the Keith David's character, their dad doing it. And you realize, oh, the reason she left one out is because she was just reciting it from memory from what her dad said. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Wow, great That's detail. Really cool. Yeah, right. It's like, okay. So <laughs> one thing I loved know. about the movie was the like incredibly wide open shots mm. that yeah. somehow were like so cool. there were no imperfections in the shot. Like there wasn't like I don't know someone's paper that flew like yep. away through the shot. It was all just like perfect. 
Yeah, the scale's incredible. I feel like the the to make it compelling for this camera to just sort of look up at the sky and rotate and you're kind of like sitting in there trying to crane your neck to like look and see if anything's happening in the clouds. And think it's, about it's like how, a fucking magic trick. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> think about how much work it must have been too to first off like go to shoot everything that's like down down in in the the middle of things but yeah. then having to take literally everything bring it all back to shoot where you just had like a full camera setup uh, crazy yeah they probably did it in an order that made it a little more convenient but still still well that's why we don't need video editors in the oscars <laughs> yeah yeah so there's a a couple insane shots and sequences in this movie that are like Okay, this is well, this is what I wanted from a Jordan Peele movie. This is something I've never seen before. Um, so the Gordy's home sequence where they actually show the whole thing happen. I can close my eyes right now and picture that monkey covered in blood clear as day. It's like a photograph. Yep. I don't even I have to close my eyes. I'm just looking into space. It. Yep. See it. It's just burned into my head. I think that's that's definitely like the most recent time I can remember unconsciously like flinching away from the screen <laughs> when he's when he when he finally looks and sees the kid and he's walking over to him and he's like fuck yep um, and every like doom 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 yeah the wet, yeah. the like, wet splashes <laughs> yes yeah and, the sounds were nuts yeah and how are which, you okay watching that yeah it's fine I've been doing a lot of work on it CGI nice. That's good. Yeah. I mean, this is hell. You've done a lot of horror movies for this podcast. So um, some of them bloodier than others. Yeah. Like today's movie. Um, yeah, this one was fine. This is my perfect level of horror where it was just like they didn't have to show it. You, you fucking don't have to show it. I don't know how many amazing movies need to make that point, but it's just so much more terrifying hearing those sounds and seeing the chimp covered in blood. Mm. You just don't right, need to yeah. see he, the face getting the couch eaten. from it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It leaves room for imagination too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Another thing he's taking from, I guess you could say Spielberg, but Hitchcock too. And because like it is so say they had shown her face getting eaten. That's what would be stuck in your head instead of this like, terrifying chimp covered in blood. You know what I like, which is a way scarier. From the perspective of the the kid. kid, Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's my rant. No, that's not a rant. It's fine. Um, That's totally right. And and then the other thing that I was just like, well, I've never seen that shit before. uh, is the Star Lasso sequence where they're actually in the arena. All the people get sucked up and you see them like getting digested. Oh, yeah. And it looks like some kind of twisted like bouncy house and in the broken horse inside of there is just like <laughs> cutting them up as they're squir- like sloshing around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that's what was happening. Well, that, yeah. that too, along with them with the, yeah, in the I bouncy just, house. I love the detail too, of like the ship screaming because there's people inside of it screaming. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that's just such like a terrifying, like, yeah. Because you can imagine like seeing the ship and you're like, what is that fucking screaming sound? And then like, you know, as the viewer, like, yeah, that's just people. It's not making that sound. There's people mm-hmm. in there screaming. Yeah. yeah. Being live, digested live. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Yep. That's, uh, and yeah, it looks like a fucking weird pillowy, like moon bounce situation. Mm-hmm. It's just this bizarre carnival, like of death aesthetic that Jordan Peele has in all of his movies. Uh, I'm imagining it screens and it just like meshes them because it, it seems like what the monster was after was carbon because I think it wanted our bones spit out all the blood. So I don't think mm. it was actually after blood. It was and after it didn't bones. spit out any bones. No, it just yeah. spit out the objects and oh, so yeah. I think it like ground our bones yeah. down to carbon, absorbed that. And, and then the non-organic stuff, it's... It spits out. If you think huh. about it like in a universal mm-hmm. scale, carbon's probably one of the more rare, like organic carbon anyway, like... Rare materials, yeah. yeah. No. 
Sorry, that's not necessary for the movie. That's just where no, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was like, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I didn't think about. Yeah, that's, any of that. that's super so, interesting. So those two shots, if it wasn't in the trailer, it hovering over the house and like drenching it with blood, yeah, would yes. have been one of those really cool. I didn't see that. I didn't know that was in the trailer. I didn't. I didn't remember. I specifically was trying not to watch trailers, but I go to movies a lot, and it was like in you know. Before the last few movies I went to see, am I crazy or where there was there a trailer where it almost looked like the the UFO thing was crashing into the ground behind him? Like I thought there was a trailer where it looked like they almost like I was expecting them to drag it down into the ground because I thought I saw like a trailer in theaters where it like crashed into the ground. But I don't remember remember one. Yeah, Yeah, there there was the shot of him on the horse riding away from it with it behind him. That might be what I was thinking. And it's low to the ground then. Okay. Yeah, and that's in the movie too. And that's another one, like, why do you need to put that in the trailer? No, there's no need for that. Oh, I've been meaning to mention this too. I love that the actor, so he made his kids dress up as aliens, but if you notice (laughs) those alien suits, they look just like fucking chimpanzees. Yeah. So Uh when you first saw them like walking around, I was like, oh, that's why the chimp was in here because these aliens, they're doing like a parallel, like the aliens kind of look. And then when you find out, you know, they're faking and like his backstory, you're like, no, the parallel is his biggest fear is chimps. And that's what he's projecting the unknown onto. I don't know. I just yeah, thought it was, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's selling like stuffed animals and merch with that shit on it they for look, his livelihood. They look and exactly that scene like was it. was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, like, it, such a good. Scene. It yeah. was just like seeing that face and that thing move was like, oh fuck! I think I think Miles went, oh hell no! Yeah, <laughs> immediately yeah. I was like, that's great. No, the, the way they no, had those kids move was some of the creepiest film. That was mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, yeah, they got me. I always think of um, more than what monsters look like it's it's their locomotion that is yeah. like the scariest to me yeah. the yeah. more twitchiness yeah the more scared i am <laughs> like yeah, if they're just like walking it's like yeah. okay but if they're just like i'm like nope yeah i mean yeah. we were just all scarred by the ring at a young age and that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty i don't think people I've seen kind it. of coming at a weird frame rate out of a tv <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen the full ring, but I do think I've seen enough horror movies spoofs of the ring that I've seen the ring. Like I, I feel like I've probably seen it frame by frame just from spoofs. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So any, any other thoughts on note before we end the spoiler portion of this and, and Honestly, welcome the people probably back plenty of, of things to mention, yeah, but I think, I think it's time for some, some we, slasher. We, yeah. We got to 20 minutes. So I figured that's, that's good. Yeah. A lot of creepy fucking dudes in this movie yeah. saying very creepy things to women. That's I took a how, lot of notes there. That's how dudes were back then. Here, yeah. let me help you into this car. Two hands Grabs full your of ass. ass. <laughs> 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 All the girls at that camp look as good as you. Yep. Yep. Like, and he's like the good guy in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. opposed to the crazy guy. That's as yeah. good as it gets. Yeah, so the crazy the guy was the best far. guy in the entire thing. Yeah. Right. He's my favorite. He was guy. just trying Ralph. to help people out. He's my favorite guy. Let's get He's into a little the, weird, but yeah, let's let's do a plot summary from someone. Um, uh, so yeah, this is Friday the Thirteenth. I had not seen it before. What about you guys? No, nope. I had not. I have a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I just from cultural osmosis, I knew most of the plot. I knew Kevin Bacon was in it. I knew the... Damn it, that was my note. Bacon, comma, Kevin Bacon. (laughs) I also Um, made a note about that. (laughs) I knew who the killer was, so that wasn't like a surprise to me. I thought it was more of a twist, but I think that's only with the benefit of hindsight. So that being said, pretty much any of us can do a a one-minute plot summary. Who's feeling feeling like it? 
I don't think we need a minute. I was say, I'd rather. That's like well, a you have second. max min- minutes. You don't have to use it all. All right. Well, I got it. Okay. Uh, cut. Summer camp. Um, a bunch of kids are going to summer camp. This camp closed down because people were murdered. Um, they decided, oh, let's open up this camp again, even though terrible things happen. Uh, but they all die except for one person. And then she wakes up, thinks she's crazy. And then uh, they definitely planned for a second and third movie because at the end they were like, <gasps> he's still there. <laughs> end movie. You yeah. Go. Yeah. You did in about 22 seconds. Um, <laughs> so. So yeah, 1980. This movie comes out. Monopoly. I forgot that. Did, so <laughs> strip, strip Monopoly is such a weird one to uh, pick. I'm curious. What did what does you think of the movie? Like you don't really ask us if we liked it or not. So I'm curious what your thoughts were on that. I, I would have gone to if I liked it or not too. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's it was made to capitalize on Halloween's success, and they steal a lot from that. But it also is generating some stuff it's impossible it's one of those movies that's impossible to look at with any kind of fresh eyes now because i thought a lot about cabin in the woods watching this Mm. the that movie is about this whatever you don't know company organization government whatever that is designing a scenario that the joke of it is this is the stereotypical american horror movie and the rules for it are essentially a mix of this movie and evil dead um, especially the character archetypes are just straight up this movie. The, okay. There's the fool. He has to die first. Then the people who had sex, then the maybe kind of nerdy guy. And then the final girl is the one who seems like she might be a virgin. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone else who dies at some point does something like somewhat promiscuous because even the girl who dies at the archery range, she took her shirt off during strip monopoly. Gotcha. Yeah, so. <laughs> I uh, would say when we got here, I did not like the movie. I thought the first like hour or so was just dog shit and the last 20 minutes was really good. I didn't know about the twist. So I was I thought that was a good twist. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, I see what I like that. It's the archetypes, I guess. My problem with it was like, I feel like there was no thought put into any of the characters whatsoever. They were all just existed to be cannon fodder. And it was very clear they were like that because the second they got any kind of development, they were immediately killed there was no like oh who's going to be the survivor because i didn't care about any of them i was just like one of these people is going to survive cool but anytime you could like start to develop a connection or care about a character they just killed them immediately so i i don't know i just wasn't uh super impressed with it having like an almost five star rating on amazon when i went to go play it and yeah i, was I like, mean you can't trust amazon Ron tomatoes is like it's a 60 like percent yeah okay. yeah that's fair. amazon's gonna give everything a good rating it's like yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah what did you guys think you go first i I, I don't know. I feel like any of these kind of movies, it's, it's so hard to watch. Like I'd never seen it before. So now it's 2022 and I'm watching this film. Like I feel like I can't really give it a, a good rating because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have the same kind of qualms as Robbie does. And it's well, a lot of the, you know, the character, you can't really get into the characters and they kind of talk like they're NPC characters. And I don't know, a lot of that kind of stuff bothered me, but the thing is, sorry. No, no, no. The, the thing is, like, I just watched Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween, mm-hmm. and both of those movies are significantly better than this one, and mm-hmm. they uh, kind of bookends around either end of this. Yeah. Oh, I, okay, that's mm-hmm. perfect. And they both like had way more interesting characters and way better developed plots. Like this one was just like, yeah. like you said, capitalizing on Halloween. Like I see that they were like, oh, people like people getting stabbed. Let's yeah. do a bunch of stabbing. Yeah. But sorry, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and what yeah, do you think? Um, <laughs> 
it's tough because I, I personally don't like watching older movies very much. I thought the first like hour of the movie didn't have as much going on and didn't need to last an hour. <laughs> it was just like the first hour felt like filler. it takes a while. Yeah. And then the last 30 <laughs> minutes were like, oh, hell yeah. Like this is this is where it, like stuff happens. But the first hour was just like. Yeah, like I think it was Robbie that said there's like NPCs. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, no. Yeah. 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 They're, they're just like insert normal <laughs> like late Ar- teens. The, the archetypes that Ben was yeah. like, this is a nerd. This is a jock. This is a yeah. fool. Like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Give them NPC fool dialogue. Yeah. It's funny because like the positive reviews from around then were like, well, the acting's like really natural. And like, <laughs> I mean, I. Yes, for for the kids, not for everyone, because they're definitely not counting Mrs. Voorhees. But yeah, um, I guess like the kids, they're natural in the sense that like they're just whoever. It doesn't really matter. So yeah, I feel like the acting wasn't good. It's almost impossible I, I to agree. say this without sounding like a weirdo. But I'm gonna fucking put it on recording anyway. But uh, where, where like I really saw that, and what I was really impressed with was that sex scene. It felt like two people actually having sex, not like watching porn. I feel like most sex scenes I see nowadays are more of a reflection of porn rather than what like two people being intimate look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that felt like two people being intimate. And I like kind of appreciated that. I, I, not like in a weird, like this makes me horny way, but in a, like, a, oh, this is two people having sex, not two people fucking. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. Just, yeah. So those two actors, one of which is Kevin Bacon, and then the guy who was like the kind of comic relief guy. Okay. Those three had worked together before in soap operas. Gotcha. Um, so they were, they weren't big names. Kevin Bacon wasn't a big name yet, but they were like professional actors mm. um, and who had worked together before. And so they mostly are like in some scenes together and they like actually have some chemistry and mm. they're like, oh, okay, these are real people. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes but, sense. But yeah, for the most part, it's kind of just whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a really weird movie. So yeah, it's, well, we, I guess one thing to talk about is expectations versus what it actually was. For me, the biggest one was, yeah, just how long it takes to get going. The fact that it, the, the, the reveal of it's actually Mrs. Voorhees, is only a twist if you know about Jason, but they don't, but she's the one who brings up Jason. They don't ever say Jason until she comes on. So it's just, you don't know who's killing people. Oh no, they, oh. they did. They mentioned it. They mentioned a boy drowned. I don't think they say Jason. Really? Um, uh, maybe it was just a subconscious. Like I already mm. knew. So I just, they're like, yeah, the boy, Jason. It's, uh, like yeah, yeah. Enos, when he's giving Annie a ride mentions all the th- bad things that have happened. And one of the things in the list is that a boy oh, drowned. They never said Jason. So huh. I, I didn't realize that either. Cause I, I thought it was a big twist because I just knew Jason is the villain in Friday the 13th and he's right. a boy that died in the lake. So I already like, I must've just assumed I heard the right. word Jason, but that was a really cool twist for me. I really enjoyed that. It was his yeah. mom. Yeah. I would have enjoyed the whole movie series more if the Jason thing like wasn't in this movie at all. Like if that were and you could, you can wash it away as like, Oh, she was just having a hallucination. Yeah. Cause I really like that interpretation of the ending instead of he's still like, fuck that. Like I like the, like, was she dreaming? Was she exhausted? Did she just like fall out of the boat and have a nightmare? Like, and the mom yeah. was really crazy. Like that's a real human horror movie. Like, yeah, she's just seen all her, a bunch of her friends get like brutally murdered. So she could just be having a bad dream. That would make sense. All night. <laughs> right. Just Wait. running through the sometimes pouring rain, sometimes no rain. Did she do all the killings? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't realize. I don't that. think Jason killed anyone. I'm. I wasn't even convinced that it was like he was actually in the lake. If I didn't know that there was fucking a million other movies in the stupid. Right. That, that's the thing. There. It's not necessarily a twist. You just don't see the killer because all the kills are from POV mm. until she pops out of the van or uh, she like drives in in the Jeep and you're like, well, it's an hour and 10 minutes of the movie. I don't know who the killer is yet. Yeah. It's probably this new character mm. since every other character we've just seen get murdered. Well, it was either that or she was going to get murdered immediately. That's like when she so, popped yeah. out, I was like, either she comes out of the house and this is another lure mm-hmm. and she gets murdered immediately or it's fun. It doesn't make you wait around though. So I, I wrote down the timestamp. It's an hour and 30 until the end of the credits on this movie. Uh, Mrs. Voorhees pops out of her car, hour 15. Within two minutes, she's monologuing about Jason. Okay. Within three or four minutes, she's doing the, like, killer mommy. Yeah. (laughs) That shit was creepy. Yeah, Yeah. she she was creepy. Genuinely unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then another, like, expectation versus the actual movie thing. And, And I know this is a thing people have made fun of for years is just, like, when you're actually seeing her try to kill the last girl, Alice... Any any blow to this lady, she falls down. You can just run away from her. <laughs> yeah. and I just like for the life of me, I don't understand. You've seen so many dead, mutilated people. You've gotten this person down and you're just like going to gingerly skirt around her and not keep swinging that thing till your arms stop working. Because that's what I'm doing. Well, right. <laughs> like, not only that, but I'm more just like she's this woman has been brutally like really murdering people she passes an arrow through a mattress and through kevin bacon's neck Mm. she ties up that other lady and throws her through a glass window Mm. and then when alice is actually fighting her if she like slaps her she falls down for (laughs) 30 seconds (laughs) so i guess she took all these other people by surprise but she's not much of a hand-to-hand combat well that's what it's like because she's like an old lady so and like even like the the camp guy who was like oh you and then he stabbed Mm -hmm. because he like he wasn't expecting her to be the killer he's just the neighbor She's just the friendly old lady. And then made sense of the beginning scene with the, that was the kill that pissed me off the most. The girl on the way to (laughs) camp and they just murdered her before she even got there. I was like, this was, you spent this entire, you spent like five minutes building up a backstory and just murdered her. But it made more sense of like why she was comfortable in the car and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, she would, it seemed like she would have gotten the car with anybody. That's true. (laughs) She's never had anything bad happen to her in her entire entire life. life. She was just all like, oh, wow. Yeah. Let's get to the car with a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Even though this is a 1980 movie, they film yeah. in 79, and it feels like a 70s movie. It just does. There's just kids walking around. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. cars. <laughs> I think that was right around the time when it stopped, because it was when the, the big serial killers happened to the late 70s that people were like, yeah, you can't hitchhike anymore because some of those mm-hmm. people are just murdering you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy to think like Reagan's president. <laughs> Well, he gets elected. They made some very interesting comments about Reagan in the movie. I wish I had wrote them down. I forgot what it was, but... Or he, he would have been campaigning, I guess, when this comes out, right? Something like that. It's the 80 election, but inauguration's 81, whatever. And that's just weird to think about, because it feels like such an older movie than that. Mm. Just like the, the kind of vision of Americana as this sort of transient sort of people sort of drifting around. And mm. yeah, it doesn't feel 80s to me. But whatever. It is funny how uh, just terrifying the country was to people in those time time period. Like in the seventies and eighties, just like nobody around was a terrifying concept. Like if you lived like out in the middle of like the country, like that was just like bam horror movie plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it still is to some extent. It's just funny to think of like I don't know. It just feels like they were terrified of like 
Yeah. Like hills have eyes and stuff. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this is just a systematic deconstruction of the places where you feel safe with Halloween's about the suburbs. This about childhood summer camps. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Freddy's about going to bed. Freddy's about <laughs> can't even sleep anymore. <laughs> can't even sleep anymore. You feel yeah. comfortable in bed? Too bad. Yeah. Too so bad, between bitch. so Jaws in the seventies, you get water. Yeah. Can't go in the water anymore. You get sleeping <laughs> suburbs. Yep. The countryside. When did Deliverance Texas Chainsaw come out? Massacre of the South? Yep. When Sorry. did uh, Deliverance come out? That had to have been before this movie, right? It was 80s? like seventies. Uh, 70s 80s? or yeah. 80s, one of those. <laughs> so yeah, Appalachia's out of the picture. <laughs> no. Damn it. No. By it was, Blair Witch, you can't go in the woods anymore. Hills have eyes is desert, right? I think so. Oh, so it's yeah. in the hills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought it was like California desert. I haven't seen that one. I need to watch that at some point. I've heard it's oh. terrifying. No, no one's yeah, seen that. This movie's filmed in New Jersey, but it, it really looks like it's more... Like the country. Yeah. You know? Virginia or something. I'd be surprised if there's anywhere yeah. in Jersey that undeveloped at this point. <laughs> there is. There's a lot, actually. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. It's a garden state. Uh, huh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not like the mental image that you necessarily would have for that state. No. Uh, my to first be fair, note it's far is. far away from everything, so. The f- I don't know if this is going to help, but the first note I have on this is you got to get down on Friday. <laughs> you got to. Got to. Would you, if somebody was telling you you're going to a camp and you're going to be murdered, like or anywhere, if you're if we're going somewhere and somebody tells us don't go there, you're going to be murdered. What what do you do? Because like I was thinking about genuinely as a person, like would I be like, maybe I don't go there. Would you, would you put any stock into it? I would, uh, I would certainly reflect on it as I was about to have an axe swung at me. <laughs> You're like, damn, that guy was right. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't feel like I've ever been going somewhere and somebody said, don't go there, you'll be murdered. And I'm genuinely curious what my reaction would be, especially yeah. after the second time. I think definitely <laughs> by the second time, I'd be like, I'm just not like, even if there's not something there that's going to murder me, one of these two fucks is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to kill you. It's going to be me. I would have been like, uh, okay. Uh, I'm in this area that I clearly know nothing about. I don't know the history. Right. And yeah. this normal, seemingly normal truck driver just told me I'm going to die if I go there. I'm yeah. probably just not going to go there. You know, I can get a different job for a, the a, summer. Totally right. A crazy person told me I was going to die. And the truck driver was like, no, but oh, yeah, the second person. <laughs> you go into a thing and you're like, hey, where's Camp Crystal Lake? They go, oh, Camp Blood. <laughs> they all stop talking Don't immediately. It's that one because I'm not going anywhere named <laughs> yeah, Camp uh, Blood. Hold on, hold on. R- rewind. <laughs> Did you say Camp Blood? Uh, yeah, everybody gets murdered there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> Nearest payphone. Going back home. <laughs> Yeah. Did, uh, if I paid for it, I'd probably just go. Yeah. <laughs> it was expensive. Well, she's getting paid. To, yeah. she, it was her job. Like, if you need oh. a job, I guess, maybe. But back know. then, hey. you could get a part-time job anywhere. Well, you could just walk down the street. You could have worked like, at the diner. She was saying how this was her chance to like work with kids, and it's her dream. And I'm like, I don't You're know. You're cooking food. Work with she's kids. not working. Go she's literally not working with the kids. She's cooking. Right. How hard is it to like get a teaching license in 1970? You didn't even. They didn't even have them. They're like, you, you want to do this? Like, yeah, oh, I'm young. I'm, I can do it. Whatever. You can't. You can't kill the kids. Okay, <laughs> I you're got in. Um, uh, so we mentioned before the Halloween connections, mainly the the POV thing. But yeah, I really love the POV shots. Yeah, yeah, because the perspective of the killer is just like, for me, way creepier because you can mm-hmm. see that the other people don't know that someone's watching them mm-hmm. and. 
I, I really like that. That is, I mean, it's like a, I guess you could call it like a cheap gimmick, but I thought it was really effective for being, because a lot of the movie besides that's going pretty slow. Yeah. So it's nice to be yeah. in that moment. You're hearing the, yep. and um, I think they made a point that that's when you hear music is when it's, when the, the when the killer's presence is present is the only times you're hearing music. Interesting. Um, oh, okay. You ever played Dead by Daylight? Yeah. yeah. S- similar concepts. Similar feeling, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so what do you guys interpret that like sound as? Because there is a right answer, but it doesn't. What do you mean? Uh, what do you think is being said there? Oh, there, there's words there? Mm-hmm. Kill her, mommy. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I'll just say know. Corey's right. Um, yeah. They took kill and mommy. Oh, and oh just, okay. So I was right. The first sound, kill and mom. Kill, kill. Oh, okay. And they put it through a bunch of processors and stuff, so it sounds more like. Oh, that's but it's actually that's cool. Kill, 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 ma, ma, ma. Oh, interesting. That's what he took from that, Uh, and that is, I think, like you were saying, from this movie at least, probably the most enduring part of this movie is that sound effect. Yeah, (laughs) good sound Mm. effect. Yeah, you hear it in a lot of things. Yeah, it's a touchstone for sure. Um, this movie probably, maybe, arguably, uh, originates the comic relief guy that dies early. Okay. Almost kills that girl with a bow and arrow at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm just goofing around. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally oh, that. I was like, that was so fucking stupid. It's yeah. like pulling out a gun and being like, oh, see, look, I almost shot yeah. you, but I didn't. Uh, and I like how she has that like wry smile on her face. Like, oh, you almost killed me, you scamp. And like, she's saying that. <laughs> she seems legitimately mad at him, too. Well, at, at first. first then, but like, <laughs> not as mad as she should be. No, she should have been more mad. Like, dude, that's a murder. Yeah. If you miss by a little bit, you've done a murder. Yeah. She got over it real quick. Those are bad stakes for a prank. He's not even <laughs> using like a, a his hunting bow. He's using a shitty camp regular yeah. recurve bow that's been <laughs> sitting and not maintained for God knows it's how probably long. Probably like warped plastic. <laughs> could have yep. yeah. just as easily exploded when he pulled it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. So that's... Um, not that guy, but the other guy that kind of looks like him that isn't comic relief. I thought they were the same person for but, most of the right. movie. <laughs> but is in the strip monopoly. Mm-hmm. That's Bing Crosby's son. Okay. Something Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney. Um, <laughs> and that's where Baby It's Cold Outside came from. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, it's uh, a fine movie. Once once the mom comes out and it gets so much goofier mm. and she's doing her acting... And just like immediately transitioning into, it seems at first that she's going to make some points about like, but you haven't had sex and you weren't like taking your clothes off in the Monopoly game. So you're cool with me. And she kind of starts with that vibe, but then immediately transitions to actually, no, I'm going to kill you too. Mm. Yeah. Hate these people. You know, it was really creepy. And I wrote scarier than the actual murder mm-hmm. was when, um, the, I, I don't know her name, the girl in the pink shirt, um, when she was talking about her dream where like, I have this dream where like I hear hail hitting the ground and it actually is drops of blood crashing down and, and like going away in rivers of, of blood. Mm. I was like, that's way scarier than like someone getting stabbed in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. cause we just saw nope. Yeah. And, and I was, I was going <laughs> to yeah. mention it earlier, but I was like, I'll wait till, till later on. Yeah. That yeah. Did, that's a good point. That's, that's all like I could think out of, of. place. Kind of. Yeah. 
I was kind was of annoyed weird. that they Very didn't out of the blue. They like just didn't do anything with it. They just kind of like mentioned it and like they didn't make that like her. Well, there's some it was murder, raining. It was no, raining. Like, there's there's like it's not even yeah. like I was trying there to like. There's a lot of rain. Th- like did it? Bed. Slayer wasn't around yet. So I was like, was there a point to this? Does it tie in at all? No, nope. it's like no. Nope, she just kind of had. And a, the dude's like, yeah, but that was just a dream. <laughs> let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go make out. Let's put that aside. <laughs> also, Steve Christie, I decided looked like a porn star. Terrible, terrible job by him. He just. Taking nothing but L's, that character. Oh yeah, was he looks the, like a porn star? The, the, the supposedly the, owner the adult of the camp or whatever. Yeah, he was just oh, like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna take my shirt off and and hit on this young girl, yeah, and then abandon them and go to a diner that's apparently more than 12 miles away, according to that and, street and side. flirt with this six year old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, it was so creepy when he like touched her hair. I don't think it was like Alice. I don't remember her name. Yeah, it's fucked up. And he just like touched the hair and and then just walked away. And she's just like, put a shirt on, bro. Okay. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah, everyone's that I wrote. Everyone's skeevy in this movie. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of those. She's vibes. like, "Oh, I'm thinking about going home." And he's like, "No, stay." He's like, I'm really thinking about going she's home. She's like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, but I'll saying, give it another like, week." Yeah, this sounds good. He said, "He says like, wait a week and see how you feel or whatever." Like, oh, thanks, Alice. <laughs> but yeah, so don't that, understand why I needed to go to the diner either. <laughs> and again, it's it's pretty far away, in the middle of a storm. His cook didn't show up, so he, I don't know what these kids were supposed to be doing. Right, yeah. He knows those kids don't really have any infrastructure there, and it's literally a storm. And he's like, I got to go make sure they're okay. Bad job, dude. <laughs> I, I want to know what all of you thought was the most brutal murder. Axe to the forehead, right? I would agree with so, probably the most brutal. I enjoyed probably the one you're going to mention I, the best. Yeah. Though. Well, I, I actually wrote... Um, is it the, the guy question? that gets arrowed? Uh, well, to the I, door? I put axe That's what as I was the thinking. most brutal, <laughs> yeah. but the coolest one was the arrow. Through the, you're talking about Kevin Bacon in the bed? The bed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but like, I think I, the axe was, was the most too. brutal. It was like, ooh. Mm. Yeah. The and knife, the knife throat one, the knife. Oh, it seems like she's. The knife cut one was like really poorly done. It was poorly executed. <laughs> it was like really <laughs> shitty. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they used for fake skin back in the day was way too stretchy to be like scary looking, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And also people like were still just like, oh no. And they like, slowly slowed <laughs> yeah. down. Oh, they could have no. cut that better too to make it look better. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that's kind of her go-to. Well, not for everyone, but for a bunch of them, their their throats are slit in addition. Yeah. Mm. Like Bill's got the arrow through the eye and a solidly enough in him that he's being held up on just those three arrows, but also his throat slit, I think. <laughs> How did she do that? Again, because she's a very weak lady. <laughs> when you actually see her, and she's not in She gets POV. pushed over very easily. Yes. If she's not murdering people off screen or in first person, she's bad at it. Because I was like, if, if uh, the only way I could see him being held up in the door is if she was like, with her hand holding him above the ground and with the arrow pinned him to the door. Because how do you shoot an arrow with him above the like ground? He jumped at the perfect <laughs> time. <laughs> oh shit, it. I'm going to dodge this arrow. She, she scared him, so he went like, oh no. <laughs> perfect shot. I just, I was really like, I was trying to figure out the logistics of that. I was like, all right, I guess this isn't how I'm supposed to be spending my Yeah, it's time. probably not the way you spend it. <laughs> I like when she finds, when Alice finds Steve is the adult, right? I think yep. you said. Steve Christie. When she finds his body oh, and, no, it, like, and it, it like swings down, which is just like, was there a tree? 
Um, that's just how one of the victims in Halloween like swings out at Lori too. Mm. Oh, well. um, but in this sense, it's just like in the middle of a, I guess a grove of trees. Maybe <laughs> he is hanging up on one. She's just killer to find time to do bits. Like she didn't even know somebody <laughs> was gonna run into that. She was like, "I'm gonna booby trap this body, so it's gonna just freak somebody out." Like, what are you doing? Also, I don't even think she could climb a tree. Never, Never mind, mind with, with a, a heavier <laughs> human being. And then I, I don't, somehow, yeah, rig a trap that. <laughs> I, yeah, where did when did she have time to do this? Mm. Yeah, not a mm. lot of thought put into. Yeah, the, well, it, it <laughs> no, might, maybe it's like a supernatural aspect. Are we? Sh- are you sure Jason didn't do any of this? He had no hand in. We this. don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to believe I that. I didn't. He did. I don't think. He so it develops in the sequels from there. He doesn't even get his mask until like the third one, right? Really, the yeah. hockey mask. It's yeah. pretty later on. Yeah, he has a sack in two. I think. Okay. I mean, he had a sack in one too, but they didn't hey, let you see that one. Hey. I was, I was thinking that like his mom dying was what brought him to life, or like I don't know. That's kind of it. There's like another twist in the second one that he's. Uh, you can. Okay, he's got her head that gets decapitated, and okay. he's got like a shrine to it. And, Interesting, because um, it turns out he didn't drown in the lake. He's just been hanging out at that campsite. Wait, are you but people didn't know he was there. Seriously? That's how it's reckoned in the follow in the sequels, yeah. Fantastic. Is that like he didn't drown, but like he's just been sort of like he got brain damage or whatever. He actually was like underwater and lost oh, consciousness. Well, well. And so he's just been living like on rats or whatever. Just camp boys afraid to leave his camp. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. That's all he hears in his head all day. He gets over it, though. Eventually he goes to space. Oh, well, Um, good for him. I didn't see him becoming an astronaut, really, with that kind of upbringing. Yeah, killer clowns from outer space. So it eventually evolves into he's unkillable. So they freeze him, send him to space. Mm, Someone thaws him out. Of course. (laughs) And he's killing... He's killing people in space. Aliens. I just I keep the guy from all aliens? my problems into space, and some asshole keeps falling them out and sending them back. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. God damn. Um, so uh, before we get too far from it, that lady who plays Mrs. Voorhees, that is, oh my God, Betsy Palmer. Her teeth was, were really creepy. I don't mm. know why. Yeah, she had creepy teeth. Creepy face, very butch yeah. haircut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just a weird look. It's funny when you see her finally and you realize that I guess she's been doing all these murders in a bright blue cable knit sweater. <laughs> With no blood on it. With that's, no blood on that's it. That's why it's so surprising. Well, I guess she, she's she crocheting changed, but in her spare time. She's in the trees crocheting watching these kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just like this older lady. Um, and uh, yeah, she, for her credit, said that the movie was, she, she thought the movie was a piece of shit, but she needed a new car. So she did. Nice. She got to keep the Jeep. <laughs> Maybe she gets to keep the Jeep. Maybe that was the deal. That really like, came through in her acting. In Jeeps. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she had done like much, you know, more classy movies than this, but earlier in her career. And then they asked some other people to do it. They were trying to get like bigger names for the Alice part as well, but then realized we can't actually pay any of these people. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not even sure if anybody's going to watch this. <laughs> no, gee, <laughs> it's kind of funny because yeah. if you asked any actor now, like, oh, would you have liked to start have started in Friday the 13th as a kid? They would have been like, I would have done it for free. Yeah, you know, like yeah, just yeah. For, mm-hmm. to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it obviously has enough. like a big following now. But um, at the time, it's it's a huge deal. It's made for five hundred fifty thousand dollars, makes over 50 million. Nice. 
And that's dollars. Yeah. Eighty dollars. Yeah, that's a and lot of money. The, is that right? Fifty. Fifty. Yeah, it grosses fifty nine point eight worldwide, so sixty million basically on a five hundred fifty thousand dollar budget. Um, it's made and then sold to a major studio. Paramount eventually buys the distribution rights for it. Um, and they made a good bet, made a lot of money. <laughs> and they're yeah. still making money off. What yeah. are they on like 20 movies at this point? It's gotta be something like that. So it's pretty close. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Yeah. So it, it's made to cash in on the Halloween moment, but it is not as good as Halloween. I agree. Um, so why was it such a big deal? Um, because it's just standing on the shoulders of giants and stealing a lot from other better movies. Mm. <laughs> but I still, I don't know, I had a good time. Especially once that mom gets out there and starts doing mom stuff and you're like... <laughs> I could have skipped the first 30 minutes and then really enjoyed, I think, it a takes, solid hour. It takes a bit to get going. It does. And like you were saying, the transfer, at least the one that's on Paramount, looks like shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> the one that was on at. Pluto TV was also... <laughs> Pretty yeah, bad. real, real bad, like digital compression making shit. It looks look like they transferred it outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. But whatever, it's still it's still a fun time. All right, so you guys going to go and watch all the Jason movies now? Mm. I saw Freddy versus Jason. There you I go. Saw that too. I it was good in theaters, actually. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I like that. I one. might have seen that. No, I've seen Alien versus Predator. Oh, <laughs> other, I, it's almost the same. The other versus yeah. movie. Yeah. Bunch of weirdos trying to kill each other. It it came out around the same time, I'm pretty sure, right? Like That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. I was going to say that was the time in our lives where it was just like, well, I guess I'll go to a movie. It's the weekend. <laughs> yeah, because I saw Alien <laughs> versus Predator 2 and yeah, hadn't seen anyways. most of the like yes, any of those I, movies. I movies. saw Alien versus Predator before any Alien or Predator Same, movie. same. <laughs> yes. yeah. Because that's what was fucking playing, and I wanted to go to the movies. Back in yeah. our day, kids. Uh, and I should have shouted this out before, but new Predator movie coming out. Really? It's called Prey. It comes out August 5th. Oh my God. It'll be out by this time, and apparently it's awesome. Oh, Ooh, hell yeah. Okay. Most of the reviews are saying it is at least the best Predator movie since Predator. Wow. And uh, some are saying it's better than that. Wow. Who's, who's the director? I probably um, won't know who it says. This, this, that's a good question. It's, it's a guy who has done stuff that you would recognize. It's the 10 Cloverfield Lane guy. I haven't um, seen that film. His, his name is Dan Trachtenberg, so like you wouldn't necessarily recognize that. But um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, I thought was pretty cool. He did the Black Mirror episode playtest. Oh, oh, I, I watched that. Really like that one. Um, he's directed some episodes of The Boys. Okay, <laughs> most relevant to okay. to this table, perhaps. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Prey is coming out on August fifth, and by coming out, by the time this episode's out, it'll be August 8th, I think so. Oh, shit. It's almost not July. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Has, last. Have you guys done Predator on the podcast yet? No. Oh, that'd be a good one. No. That'd, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, you just do like 80s action movies at some point, maybe. Mm. Um, but apparently Prey's going to be really good, so I'm looking forward to that. The controversy around that is that it's it was like a Fox movie. Disney is just putting it straight out on Hulu. They're not putting it in theaters. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I like that. I don't have to spend money seemed, going Everyone's anywhere. like, man, there this seems go. like it'd be really cool to see in theaters. Yeah, I feel like uh, IMAX would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Because it's, like, I mean, it's, it's like, cool. the first, well, it's like the first time a Predator came to Earth. Apparently, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's just based on trailer. I could be completely wrong. Maybe it's not prehistoric. But, hmm. Yeah. That's been the trend. Yeah, I just won't. I probably won't watch it unless... I end up doing the podcast. I was just going to say, I'm just looking through my notes now to see if there's anything else really worth mentioning. 
Um, Enos could have given her a ride all the way to that camp. Yeah. It was, he said it was 20 miles that way. I can take you 10 of those miles. And those 10 miles went by very quickly. Yeah. If you're in a car and it's a pretty empty road, 10, just take her 10 more miles, dude. Yeah. It's literally not like he was going to run out of oil. It's like 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Ralph biked there. Yeah. Yeah. People are, people are making (laughs) weird choices in 1979. (laughs) Um, Every episode, we give a rating out of five on a scale of your choice, and I'll put those on our Letterboxd account. That's late to the movies at letterboxd.com. Um, it's, not, it's not an email address. It's literally if you're at the letterboxd.com website, you can find late to the movies. Hmm. I realize I phrased it like an, like an email address. <laughs> So, uh, whoever wants to jump in first on a scale of your choosing going up by halves, what would you give this out of five? Two and a half severed heads out of five. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'll say two and a half jean shorts out of five. Um, I'd probably say two... I'm between two and two and a half crazy moms out of five. Um, yeah, I'll go two and a half machetes out of five. The machete isn't a, the main thing in this one, even though I think that becomes Jason's main I'm thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is used in the most kind of clipped moment from this movie, which is the mom's head flying off her body. Yeah. And her hands going, oh, no, laughing. my head. <laughs> my dad was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just laughing. Fucking there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Alice gets she's yeah. strong. Alice gets a hold of that one. Yep. She's been working Knocks out. It out of the park. I was like, finally, finally, you should have killed this woman like three things in the she head. She knocked ago. her down like three different times and just kept running away. Yeah, and she had weapons too. She had that frying pan. She could just fucking- that's the frying pan fire poker. I was like, you literally just beat this face until it's unrecognizable. Like that mm-hmm. is the move. That lady had a head like a fucking like iron block. I don't know if you could have done it, but. <laughs> Fair. It's probably heavier than the rest of her body. That's why it's so impressive. She knocked it off with that machine. It was ready to fall off just by sheer weight. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Taking into account that this was probably going to be a short episode, I did come up with a short game. All right. It's time. uh, It's time time. once again for. Where'd I put the game? I'm looking at a Google Doc that I put way too much shit in. Time, 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 time. Game. Um, time, time. The sixth pod grease of Kevin, comma bacon. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I see where this is going. I have uh, because I only came up with six questions, <laughs> and you have to tell me if um, I'm using the short IMDb description of either a TV show or a movie, and you have to tell me if the title has Kevin or Bacon in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so the way we can do this is, well, like give you the prompts, count to three. Hold up a one for Kevin or a two for Bacon. Okay. That way you don't like see all other people's. You I, feel, know. I feel like I need more time to guess. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll think about it. Okay. Um, do we have a D6 on the table? Yes. Oh, good fuck. <laughs> I do. Also, we're nerds. I'm always prepared. Cool. So I'm going to roll a D6 because I got six questions. And uh, whoever lands near can roll it next. Two. This, this is a way to randomize the questions so you don't notice a pattern. <laughs> and there's only six of them, so there is a pattern. Because how could there not be? All right, ready? <clears throat> Wait, which is which? One is Kevin, two is One bacon. One is Kevin, two is bacon. Uh, number two. 
A mother struggles to love her strange child, despite the increasingly dangerous things he says and does as he grows up. I didn't count down, but everyone put one for what, Kevin. What's wrong with Kevin? Um, or something like that, right? Did, can anyone guess the title? I guess, yeah, we'll do a bonus point if you can guess the title. I got nothing. It's not something's wrong with what's Kevin up or with something? Kevin. You're very close. It's we need to talk about Kevin. Oh mm. yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah. One of the funnier movie titles. Not a, a pretty good movie. Tilda Swinton's in that. Oh, we, yeah. we like Tilda Swinton. All right, roll it. Just don't get it too. Uh, <laughs> Rob, you try. Five. Five. Okay. A retired police officer is on a fresh career path as he rises to the challenge of being a newly single dad. All right, you guys ready? Oh, yeah, okay. Three, two, one. I think Corey's got this one. Kevin. Do, do you know what the title is? Uh, I forgot. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Very close. <laughs> no, that's what that's, I was going to say. But Wait, that's not, not the title? No, it has to have Kevin in it. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I think it's close because I'm pretty sure Kevin James is in this. He is. <laughs> okay. that, that, I, I immediately thought of... Uh, oh. I feel like you probably know it, but it's uh, Kevin Can Wait. Uh, I wouldn't have got that. Uh, so we didn't actually say this after the first one. Everyone, seen it, everyone got the first one right, and Noah and Corey got the second one right. So womp, womp. Two Corey, one Robbie, two Noah. Trace. Number three. Number three. Uh, two novice repo men are sent to serve a summons to a tough customer who hasn't paid for a radio. Three, two, one. You all guessed bacon. It is bacon. Nice. No one's going to guess the title. It's a 1929 movie. Crazy. You're making me crazy. Close. Not like that one. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Laurel and Hardy classic, Bacon Grabbers. No. Uh, yes. uh, We've never gotten yeah. that. Nope. I've never heard of it before in my life. Watch it every weekend. Uh, roll again, and then I'll just pick the last two. There's a 50% chance we haven't done it before. <coughs> One. Okay. Uh, the U.S. president, low in the opinion polls, gets talked into raising his popularity by trying to start a cold war against Canada. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. You all guessed bacon. You all got it right. That's Canadian bacon. Mm-hmm. 1995's Canadian bacon. All right, there's only a couple left, so I'll just take them in order. When Justine LaCroix, a charming TV reporter, meets a seductive surgeon, I fucked that up, <laughs> a seductive surgeon, it is love at first sight in the beginning of a great love story. Three, two, one, go. Noah guessed bacon. No one else did. Noah gets the points on this one. Nice. Uh, it is the French film Il Reste du Jambon. <laughs> Of course. Or, That's I don't hear ham. bacon at all. It's <laughs> American name, bacon on the side. That's a ham uh, on the side. <laughs> the American name is bacon on the side. <laughs> because we love bacon. <laughs> the French name is, I think, where's the rest of the bacon? <laughs> or where's the rest of the ham? <laughs> is there any ham left, I believe, is the French oh. literal transition, uh, translation. All right, and one more. So Noah's got five, Corey's got four, Robbie's got three which is what I'm guessing this one. You're guessing three for this one? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. It, well, All right, here's the last one. Maybe it does. <clears throat> a look at the secret life of a sitcom wife. Mm. 
three, two, one. Robbie's the only one that got it right. Oh, and he guessed Kevin. If you can, if you can name the name of the show, I will say it is the most recent of anything on this list. Mm. Give us like ten. Can you reread it? A look at the secret life of a sitcom wife. Mm. Stairway to Kevin. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Hidden from Kevin. Since it's a one point, Noah's still ahead by one point, but I'll give you another hint. Um, It it stars someone from Schitt's Creek. That's not going to help me. Yeah, same. Okay, sorry. Well, (laughs) it's called uh, it's called Kevin can fuck himself. Wait, seriously? Oh, yeah. Have oh yeah, no. He, but he can. Fuck yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty. I've never watched it, but it's essentially like um, about like the wife in like a Kevin James sitcom and how much she hates her life and how angry she is about it. Oh, that sounds kind of funny, actually. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a great concept. And then that stars Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek. Eddie oh, Murphy? Okay. Annie Murphy. <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm in. It stars Eddie Murphy as the wife. <laughs> that, that would be ama- That's amazing. I remember that. All right, so Noah wins. Woo! Hell Noah yeah. wins the first and probably final edition of Six Pod Grease of Kevin Comma Bacon. <laughs> the reigning champion. And this Woo. was our second episode in, um, we never came up with a snappy title besides Summer Camp Month. Mm. Camp Pod, it's kind of like Camp Blood. Okay. It's also kind of like Camp Rock. We can late buy. to Summer Camp. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Camp Pod. Um, yeah, late to Summer Camp. Yeah. Uh, would you guys go to to uh, this summer camp? Because I think we all thought we would no. go to the heavyweights one. It seemed kind of fun mm. once they get it back from Ben Stiller. But this one doesn't seem as fun. No, obviously not. <laughs> no, Everybody died. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to reopen now that the owner and almost everyone who worked there was murdered. I simply would not let the old woman stab me. <laughs> yeah, Alice, not much of a fighter, but that's what she chooses to do, and it works for her. I just feel mm-hmm. like everyone else just chose to allow her to stab them, and I'd be like, hey, old lady with the knife, don't stab They me. just looked at her like, <gasps> I mean, one caveat, we'll give the guy under the bed a pass. He could yeah. not have seen that coming, but mm-hmm. uh, everyone else pretty much was just like, whoa, this lady is stabbing me currently. I didn't even think about it. Stabbing <laughs> through a mattress and then through someone's body with an arrow, pretty difficult. It's yes. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That amount of strength does not re- like the axe. You could accidentally do that. Yeah, yeah. Because using the axe of weight, you if, know, if Jason was hanging out of the camp, it could have been him. <laughs> Let's give some credit to Jason. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, they also had Alice cut directly through the vertebrae, which is not something you can do with a machete. That's like, a, oh no, a it looked like she sword. like just touched it and the head went. <laughs> Did you see her try to hammer, hammer, uh, hammer a nail? Earlier? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was oh terrible, my, dude. That dr- she was it like, was "You need some terrible. help there." He's like, "Nope." She's <laughs> sideways, hitting it sideways, limp-wristed. Oh, terrible. That's how real. That's how real G's do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I'm looking at him like, "Okay, all right." She just, she just said it, so now she can put some real nails in there, right? Like that was just a little. Nope. She it's like good. takes her it's hands off, and it's just perfectly on the roof. That was okay. wonderful, yeah. Uh, all right. So, so Noah won the game. We gave it two and a half, two and a half, two and a half, and a two to two and a half. And everyone else lost the game. And everyone else oh. Lost. oh, fuck. Yeah. Including anyone listening. That happened to me like two gone. months ago, and I was like, wow, it's been like five years. Yeah, I think the last yeah. time that happened to me was high school. So <laughs> It happens pretty frequently. Uh, yeah. You had a good run. <laughs> had a good run. You can find us on... Well, letterbox. If you want to see those scores reflected, along with a fun, irreverent quote, I'd pick one from every episode. 
You can email Noah on their Gmail account. That's late to the movies at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, late to the movies underscore podcast. Both of those are the number two, not the letters. Uh, what else? Please rate, review, follow, share, tell a friend. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, if you're just on a browser. Um, you know, I'm in a desktop. Uh, Pornhubs. Podbeans. Um, <laughs> Google. Just Google, Google late to the movies. You have to put the word podcast after it, and then you can just press press play from the Google results. That counts too. It all helps. Samsung smart fridges. Uh, smart fridges. We're on those. Um, those uh, drawer microwaves. We're on those too. Yep. <laughs> that's why they're eleven hundred dollars. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, that's it, right? That's the whole spiel. I think that's it. Oh, on T Public, so. buy that shirt with Greg's face on it. It's uh, if you're looking at this, there's about a fifty percent chance T Public's currently having a sale because they kind of just go back and forth. Um, go get it. There's only five hundred left, so make sure you get. All of them. They're selling fast. They're folks. all in Ben's car. He needs to get rid of them. <laughs> Man. Uh, my, my, my mileage has been fucking terrible. It's just like he just he sets up on the side so of the road heavy. some players and he's trying to sell the shirts, but people Why don't make the all these shirts is. with Greg's face on them? Greg hasn't even bought one. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Uh, thanks for being on this podcast and um, I don't know. Some uh, witty quote from the movie. Good, good, good. Bye, bye, bye. That was it. Good job, Noah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See ya.